0: On this episode of Quantum Week, December 4th through 10th, 1983. Quantum Week. Quantum Week. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines and stories and all that shit. Now we are continuing. Through December nineteen
1: eighty three. That's right. And we're hitting uh The Big Chill and Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Right. Uh which is uh two things that are very emblematic of their time. You think the movie is emblematic of the time? Absolutely. Yeah. This movie is nineteen eighty three. It's like so boomer, many ways.
0: Boomer Breakfast Club. It's Boomer I,
1: yes, <laughs> I call this movie
0: the ultimate in Boomer porn. It is boomer fucking porn. Um wanna get right right into it. Uh yeah, but I do wanna just so we we have gotten away from me talking about what this thing is fucking about but it's about a group of college um, college friends. 15 years later, they get together because one of their friends committed suicide and they stay the weekend together. There you go. Right.
1: Um, so this movie is known for a couple of things. It's known for its, <laughs> its big cast.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great cast. You know? It is a great cast. It's a
1: great cast with no true superstar. we we'll get that in a second, but it's known for uh, a great cast. Yeah. And it's known for, their, for the soundtrack. And the soundtrack, right. There's two things that if you say big chill, the first things that usually pop into people's mind. Right. Um, and I have a problem with both of them. Okay, great. Yeah. Um what people don't talk about is the movie itself.
0: And the reason they don't is because there's not much there. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. No one learns anything. No one's different than eh, kind, there's a slight changes, there's slight changes because if you think about uh William Hurt's character, he decides to stay there. He kind of like turns a, a little bit of a corner kind of, but then and then there's perhaps the reconciliation of um the extramarital affair shit, kind of with Glenn Close and and Kevin Kline, but mm. the, but mostly it just doesn't really go no anywhere. And it's seven it's seven friends, and yeah. then I guess an
1: eighth, uh, the girlfriend, of, a Klingon, yeah, yeah, who, who's there as well. So these eight people in this in this house. I guess my biggest question to you, my biggest issue with this movie, and I'll yeah. ask you: or,
0: Do you do you like these people? I like Harold. Kevin Klein. Okay. Me too. But he's always likable. Yes. Actually, I think William Hurt's. I don't really, I think, hmm, he, he might be the only one that I really like.
1: Yeah. Kevin Klein's the only one I like this, and the only person I would be, who'd be my friend. Yeah, who I'd hang out with. This seems like a normal guy. And even then, they, he has this horrible accent. He has a right drops in and out. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, and, but he's the only person who's even remotely likable in this movie. Right. That's exactly Uh, right. Uh, so I don't like these people. I also do not believe for a second they would ever be friends.
0: I agree. I agree. Never hang out together. Yeah. They don't have a lot in common.
1: Nothing in common. What, what, how would they even meet each other? Like they they would never,
0: they would have had to live in the same dorm and like, I don't know, be forced together. And on top
1: of that, there's no way all these people fuck each other and they're all still friends. No. And there's no it's just it chance. Happen.
0: Can I ask you, who's the character you like the least?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. I really hate these people. Um, you know, so you have someone like Jeff Goldblum, who is an actor that I, I love. I and, love Goldblum too. Everything else Jeff Goldblum's in, I he's my favorite person. I was thinking this is
0: the worst thing I've ever seen him do. Absolutely the worst character. Yep. He, he's completely unlikable. He is my worst character. He's the worst? Yeah.
1: Um, I really hate the Glenn Close character.
0: I don't like her either, but I think I like her third least, um, to Mary Kay places character. Oh, oh no, wait, 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 no, uh, more, no. Oh, no, no, I'm, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. It's the Joe Beth Williams character. She's the, she's my second Joe Beth mm. Williams though
1: is such a smoke. She was so, she's beautiful. Yeah. Jo Beth Williams in poltergeist is,
0: Oh yeah. Forgot off forgot the about charts. That. Like yeah. the
1: most attractive, like mom ever in a movie. Yeah. Um,
0: but so she I think she sucks in she's this horrible She's like person. a shit person. She, is, she she is a worse person yeah. than she might be the worst person of this group. Michael's pretty bad, but yeah. She's bad. Yeah. She's really really good. I mean, he's just such a fucking slime ball the entire Jeff time. Jeff Williams
1: character is incredibly slime ball, incredibly selfish. Yeah. Joe Beth Williams character is incredibly selfish and basically has these like fantasies of like throwing her family away more Basically, or less, or yeah. her husband away at the least. And then immediately just goes back to him cause he has
0: money. Yeah. That's the weird fucked and up thing. Oh yeah. Why don't you cut? So he has So she fucks uh, Sam, which is Tom Berenger's yes. Sam, right? Um, at the, whatever he, he actually tries to do the right thing at first, but then just says fucking, and, and you know, they have sex in a field, but, and they're like, and she's saying kind of, I want to be with you. Like, I want you, you were the man for me kind of thing. But then after they fought, she totally uses him for oh, that yeah. moment. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you know, maybe we'll come out and, you know, the whole family will visit you yep. in Hollywood. Cause my, he's My actor. husband would like that. And my, yeah. My husband would like to be on set with you type of thing. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. You used me, bitch.
1: And they they try to have some fun with the Tom Berenger character. He's basically Magnum PI. I like, yeah, I liked him. But it, it is Magnum PI. He's the he is yes, because the character is called TJ Lancer. <laughs> yeah. he has a lot of the same moves. So they're they're yeah. doing kind of a wink and a nod at. And he even has the same Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, he does. Like it is Tom Selleck, like it's yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Like if you grew up if you know Magnum PI and you grew up with that, it's, it's somewhat enjoyable to see that parallel.
0: He's my second The But he's person a scumbag like too. He's like he his absentee father. Yeah. He's
1: like and like these people all I like, the only way these people all would hang out together is if they all realize what pieces of shit they all are. And nice. that's why they all like they are all horrible. They're horrible really bad people. people.
0: I don't know. So I know uh a listener to the show, Mark, um always comments on, so he's a cool guy, but okay, he, yeah. I know he really likes this movie, yes. and I I can't wait to hear from him. I'm sure he'll tell us, like, why why this is such an important film for him. It
1: is an important film for a lot. Of, I, don't, I don't, I can't speak for Mark here, but yeah. I know a lot of boomers really love this movie, because they to them, it makes it, it's very relevant. So this movie spends a lot of time talking about basically how the boomers sold their souls. So in the late 60s, uh you know, early 70s, it was all about flower power yeah. and anti-Vietnam stuff, and then they all became corporate. They all sold in those things and, and all became, you know, regular, they all became, uh, the, actually were the most greedy generation you'll find. Yeah. Uh, I'm very anti boomer by the way. So, uh, so they became these greedy, horrible people and they're all kind of coming to terms with that. Um, I guess psychologically and morally. And they spend a lot of the time in that movie discussing this. Yeah. With no real conclusion because there isn't one because they're greedy fucks as the conclusion. They, well, they try
0: to ignore that. That's part of it. But I also think their morals were fucked up in the first place. Like, like that generation's morals. So I, you, they, there was nothing under, you can say you want peace, but if there's nothing under it, like no um sort of moral supporting foundation under it, then it, it's just words, just trash words. And then your real kind of psyche comes out. It, it felt more to me like where dreams go to die, like all of their dreams, they either. So for Sam, he probably achieved his, his dream, Tom Berenger's character probably achieved his dream to be a Hollywood actor but he saw it was so vapid that it like, you know, you're confronted with where the fuck am I going to go now? But everybody else kind of their dreams died. Michael, who uh, wanted to be a novelist, but he's writing stupid. uh, He's, he's writing um, features for people magazine magazine about like people getting divorced, like bullshit stuff. Or one's an attorney doing like, I think, I don't know if she's doing corporate law. No, no, she's doing... She's, uh, she's like almost like a prosecutor. She, or she, she's a yeah. she defender, but she hates people she's she defending. She hates them, hates yeah. them. Like all these people are either jaded or their dreams died right. or, or, yeah. And, and we're supposed to feel bad for them. And I don't feel bad for them at all. It's like you're supposed to adjust your expectations as you age. more Different things become important. You, you should granularize what becomes important to you. You should focus in on the things that... That become important to you, not stupid fantasies from your childhood.
1: Well, they're boomers, so by nature they's you know, and they're portrayed as boomers, so they're incredibly selfish. So they are very selfish. And It's all about themselves and how they feel. Like it's never about any impact in the world. Yeah. So I mean, the, you know, so we're obviously just talking about people that are just incredibly selfish, yeah. incredibly self absorbed, and they can't get past that. So you have one character, the um, uh, the Meg Tilly character, who plays like she's basically at twenty years old, and yeah. she's a little bit younger than them. So she's coming out it from kind of a different perspective, and she plays the girlfriend of. It was supposed to be Kevin Costner.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. That was yeah. supposed, to be, but he, they were just going to show him dead, weren't they? Uh, no, they
1: actually had a whole. Uh, the end of the movie is supposed to be the last ten minutes. Is them as college kids.
0: Oh, and they, well, I was gonna, that was that would have been weird. Yeah, I
1: guess it, I guess it was weird, and they cut it. Um, and I guess the, another reason they cut it was they felt like they built up this Alex character too much, so to see him would have been would have been odd. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so they cut him, and they cut that whole thing out. But they had this girlfriend character, and.
0: But she's not really a typical twenty. I don't even think she would be. Was she supposed to represent a boomer? No. Uh, twenty year old. Because she did, she seemed. I like mean, you think about disaffected, 20, then would have been.
1: I guess would have been very late boomer or well, Gen but X. But that's
0: what I mean. It's like we're, we're not supposed to see her as a reflection of their youth because it's not like she had no. youthful exuberance at all. She was completely disaffected. Like didn't have didn't didn't have that same optimism as a I think a boomer child would have had. No,
1: she almost had this like um, not one of us. Yeah role to it um William Hurt's character is very jarring in this movie because he doesn't behave like them no he doesn't and William Hurt's a very talented actor he's a great yeah. actor he's uh right after this movie he ended up being nominated for three in back to back to back years he was nominated for best actor and won one really for yeah for Kiss the Spider Woman so wow. um he also uh he's in a history of violence or yeah. Movie. Yeah, You love know yeah, a lot yeah. um very talented actor he, very, and yeah, he's, he's great. actually he's quite good than this the script, the the Lawrence Kasdan script is not. Yeah. I mean, he was nominated for an Oscar, but it's not particularly great. Right. In my opinion. Um, but he, and he's not written very well, but he's very good. But he's doing a very dark role. Very dark. When everyone else is very light and superficial. So it's very jarring seeing him. The whole time you're like, this This guy would never hang out with these
0: people. No, I mean, he was the only one that went to war though. It seemed. I don't yes. think anybody else did. Right. And then, you know, obviously he's got some sort of, you know, he was damaged in some way in the war. Um, but yeah, so you're right. So he's, he is a lot, he's way darker. He's way dark. He's, he's definitely like a, a, a bizarre reflection of them. But he's it's almost just, like he's in a different movie. I can see that. Yeah. And actually his relation. Yes. The, cause the scenes with him and Chloe is Meg Tilly's character. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it feels like a different, something else is going on. Like that. That's a different, it's like its own little movie. It really is. Sub movie in here. Um, yeah. and he's a drug
1: addict. Yeah. And the, the movie too is, is is very open about drug use and sexuality and they're, try, they're trying to do it to be rebellious. It feels very forced. Yeah. It doesn't feel honest. It feels very much like see how cool we are and how rebellious you are? We are See how we're the cool adults? Right. I feel like this whole movie was a bunch of people trying to be the cool teacher. Yeah. And it never quite sells. And it's it's really annoying. And that, I think that's where
0: the soundtrack comes in. Which you said you have some issues with. Huge issue with it. So... I don't know how. I don't know how. I, if was, was this a new concept? Yes. So this yeah. was the
1: really first curated soundtrack that, and this is the first what, one that really sold of like
0: sort of rock and roll. Yeah, because you'd have musicals like you think Singing in the Rain that's or something. No, it's curated. When
1: I say curated, what I'm telling you is they're picking out songs yeah. specific that have already been recorded for you know for x right. amount of years, right, right, and they're using them in this way.
0: Yeah, I have a problem, and maybe I I'm trying to think of if I would you know if if I'm me. 30 years ago when I've had the same problem and maybe not but I hate it I have a real problem with people who use music like a fucking missile and they're you know music is a very emotional art form and it is to me and I love music but I don't want to feel like like they're trying to force me to feel a certain thing I it needs to be way more subtle than that or it pisses me off it actually makes me angry like you are, it it does. It feels like an assault on my senses, my senses. And I don't think it. Like it doesn't. I don't have any nostalgia for that time. I don't have any like for these people. So to to listen to this like R and B, you know, this fun up tempo R and B music, it just it doesn't it doesn't equate itself to this movie. I have no nostalgia. I don't like these people. Don't try to make me feel like all warm and fuzzy with this music. Well, you, you know just mean they were trying so hard to do that because there's so not hard. A lot
1: of, these people aren't very likable, and. You know this move, this soundtrack, and I read uh, the Holland Reporter had a review from 1983 yeah. that I read, and they they because everyone will idolize this the soundtrack in this movie, and it's almost like yes, the soundtrack by itself is is good. It, now the songs are way overplayed now, but when it came out, yeah. I get it, but they weren't then, so yeah. that, that's fine. I, I get it, And they are great songs. Yeah, but, yeah, um, like without they're all I great. like the song, yeah, they're I like all the songs. great songs. I do they're like them, all, all overplayed now, but they yeah they're all great songs by themselves. And um, but the songs are used like they're so sometimes the songs are so powerful. They drown out dialogue. That's right. Like it this it's I've I don't know if before since I've ever seen a movie that uses songs this like overwhelming in your like face. Tidal wave. Yeah. Yes. There's no there's nothing about this movie. There's no subtlety like no. Nah. you know, like the jokes, some land, some don't. But all of them are like, like bazookas to your face. Right. There's there's just there's just it's just right there. Boom, boom, boom. Take it or leave it. It's like, all right, relax.
0: Particularly because the movie doesn't go anywhere or do anything. and doesn't have like a huge tone changes. So they're f- so, but then they're just assaulting you in these other ways. It's yeah, very the movie, weird. The
1: movie does start off, you know, with, uh, you know, them getting the news about Alex's death. Right. Then you have a scene in the church and the funeral. After that, the rest of the time, it's all it's spent in, in his house. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of jogging scenes and one scene in a supermarket, but very light scenes. It's right. basically all takes place in his house with these, with these eight people. Yep. And, um, because of that, I think they were using this soundtrack to kind of get you to feel different changes of tone or changes of exactly of pace. Um, Kasdan is an interesting guy. So he wrote, uh, empire strikes back a few of the films he wrote return of the Jedi. Right. And then he wrote force awakens as well as well. I think he also helped write solo. He did write solo and I terrible.
0: Yeah. Solo is not good. That's, That's one of my least really favorite. Bad. Yeah.
1: Um, but he also did write and direct, um, this
0: yeah, he wrote, yeah. Uh,
1: Grand Canyon yeah um, White Earp which we talked about in the show uh, a lot of ensemble movies yes if you've noticed Grand Canyon especially yeah uh, even Ice
0: Silverado is, totally. a, is an ensemble that uh, might, be one, that's, might be his best one I haven't seen that one in a long time I really like that film but I'm a huge Klein guy I really love him so we're gonna be actors
1: in this in this movie so you have Kevin Klein who's, who would go on to win an Oscar yeah who in my opinion has the best life of anyone ever Really? Maybe ever?
0: Just because he doesn't get assaulted, uh, he's kind of a, a he's famous enough where he can kind of get the parts he likes, but he doesn't get assaulted by the.
1: He d- has it all, man. So he like he waited till he was like forty, got married to Phoebe Cates. Oh yeah, that's right. Gorgeous. So he like, and he like he has a family over there. They've been together the whole time. They they have they seem to have like this really nice life together. He wins an Oscar. He kind of took care of all of his like creative stuff before he got married. He did. Like he won an Oscar Fish Called Wanda in eighty seven. Yeah. He's in this. He's a big star by 89 when he gets married and then he does i mean he still does dave which is a, which might be his best role um That's a good one and you know he still does work but he's able to kind of just like pick and choose and kind of just like kind of put his life in kind of a different gear which i kind of trying to emulate a little bit like yeah i was i was 40 you know got got married and uh, remarried but got married you know I, I don't have kids yet. i want to have kids in my 40s sure you know now that i am married i'm trying to maybe do something a little different from a career perspective trying to drop in a different gear where it's not as intense. It's not as the pressure not as, you know, as there anymore. I can right. spend more time with family or do more things that are more, um, interesting to me creatively and just be more fulfilled. And it seems like he does that and he just seems like a really bright, he's an incredibly intelligent actor. Yep. He, he just seems to have like all of his shit together. I've never once read anything about him being a fuck up.
0: Me neither. Uh,
1: Phoebe Cates, you know, a younger wife, but she also has seems to always have her shit together. Yeah. She, I know she had like a cool little boutique in New York city and like, she just seems to be like this person that has this like nice cool life and gets <laughs> along with just about everybody. And they just seem like the coolest people, like don't don't cause shit and just have, they seem genuinely like happy and at peace with themselves. And he won an Oscar. Like, well, that's a pretty cool, that's a pretty cool
0: life. It is a pretty cool life. And he's, he's gotten to do a, like a lot of different stuff. He's in a lot of comedic roles. He's yep. in some, you know, you can, some you emotional roles. He can he do can drama. Really... He can do yeah. And then
1: you flip that with William Hurt. William Hurt, who, by all accounts, I guess, would be considered to be a more successful actor than Kevin Klein, He's been nominated for more Oscars. They both have won Short, one.
0: Was it a shorter shelf life with William Hurt? No, maybe he not. He still does yeah, that. I I guess guess he's in those Marvel stuff.
1: movies now. Yeah. But his like romantic life and his personal life is incredibly tumultuous. just married yeah. three times. He's had some substance abuse issues. Yep. He seems all the place. But it's funny that those two guys would seem basically complete opposites. Both very intelligent. Sure. But both very different. But those are the guys that them and Costner are the ones that, uh, Kazin always chooses to work with. Yeah, he does. He likes those three guys. He really does. Those are his people. Now the other people, this would be Glenn Close, Jeff Goldblum, Mary Kay Place, Meg Tilly. He never, I don't think he ever even works with them again. I, I could be misremembering, but
0: I can't think of anything, um, but he might've, but
1: I can't think of anything. The, um, Joe Bethlehem Williams too, the, right. he, those, and you can see those people aren't as quite as good in this.
0: now. Nah. Oh, Tom Berenger too. I don't think Tom Berenger, right? Yeah. I don't.
1: Was he? Was he? He wasn't
0: in Silverado. Was he? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, he doesn't work with him again either.
1: And Berenger was nominated for an Oscar for Platoon, right? Uh, but he's he probably out of the seven of well, Joe, probably Will, the Joe least, Beth Williams is the yeah, West, I guess. But, but he's probably the second second weakest. Yeah, year. probably because going Close has been never won an Oscar, nominated seven times though. Yeah. Um. It's funny, no superstars in this movie, though, right? No, Any, well, I guess well, Kevin th- Costner would have been.
0: He would have been. Did anybody go on? I mean. No one was really a superstar even after this.
1: I guess Glenn might
0: be the only one
1: close. I guess you could make a case for William Hurt,
0: but he wasn't even really, was he that famous at the time when he was winning his, uh, when he was nominated during that stretch? He was pretty famous. So you said kiss the spider woman. What were the other two? I'm sorry. I forget them right now. Uh, Don't worry about it. Uh,
1: Right. They were were three back to back to back years. Yeah. I've always seen him
0: as kind of under the radar in terms of the movies that he chooses. Like he's never been in a, I guess he's a leading man, but they, they've never—he even... never did big movies until recently. He's starting doing those Marvel yeah. movies, but until then, right? He's kind of backed away from yeah. like big time, more artsy films. Yes, yeah. Uh,
1: Where Jeff Goldblum kind of leaned into more. He did the, you know, The, the Fly, The Fly, I love uh, The Fly, <laughs> Jurassic Park, yes, Independence Day, yeah. So he kind of leaned more into that he big, did. you know, that those that big those big movies.
0: I think he, so. He's a weird dude. I think he's the weirdest of all. Like this is his weirdest role, and it should have been his kind of straightest role. I don't think it's his weirdest. Do you role? don't think what else has been weird? And Weirder than this, weird, the fly is weird. The fly is weird. He's but done he's, some. He's done some weird stuff. He's a weird guy. He is a weird guy. But, um, I think he's the weirdest here, though creepiest weird. Oh, that's the other thing is he's particular. He's supposed to be a really warm. In the, in general, you see him on film like he's a very warm guy. he's he a very creepy guy here. You don't. You don't. They, I'm not they, used to that with Even him. the friends don't seem to like him. Everyone no, complains they don't. about him. Oh, yeah. They say, oh, he's staying. Like, that That was the... And no, you, you know, and then the Mary Kay Place
1: character wants to have a kid. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't even want to have a kid with him. Like, anybody else, sure. Like, she fucks a homeless guy at this point. Right. And she's like, oh, Jeff Goldberg. <laughs> no, thanks. And... And they do, and they also make Jeff Goldblum, like, who's not an ugly guy. They make him ugly in this. They give him this horrible haircut. Oh, that's a his worse goofy Glasses. Yeah.
0: They dress him funny. He's not really an attractive guy, but he's he's a unique. I think
1: some women do like him. And he, he, as he's he's aged, a unique, interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. As he's aged, he's definitely grown into it with his like silver hair and stuff. Yeah. And spectacles. Yeah. He's he's kind of a cool. But
1: even like the fly. He I mean he married Gina Davis, who's a you know yeah. Oscar winning beautiful woman and yeah. you know and very bright like yeah. you know he Jeff Goldblum has a lot going for him. But in this, he's like this like no, he's this, so creepy s- and ugly and weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I don't. You know, so you know what's a good Jeff Goldblum movie? It's very good. Uh, he, has, he He's good in it. Rather before what? this, Invasion: of The Potty Snatchers.
0: Like I don't Donald remember. Sutherland. Oh, uh, such a good movie. Got to. I think you mentioned that before. And I probably Watched have that, seen it
1: uh, during. Because we're during so how his? it works is we're yeah. taping these and then I'm going away. Right. So you know you're here. You're hearing these like a week and a half after we tape them. But during this week, you should watch that. It's really good. It's very good. It's, I promise you. Well, like maybe
0: it. this weekend. I'll it's or si- next it's weekend science it.
1: fiction esque too. Yeah. You'll like it. It's good. It's really good. He's he's good. It's one of his first roles. Yeah. Um, he's so much more likable. He is in this. Yeah, I bet. And it was five years before this. He's likable in pretty much everything else. Even in the fly, I liked him. I, I don't. Yeah. This. This is uh, This. You know, Roger Ebert uh, gave this. I think mean, two and a half stars. Right. Yep, he did. And and he, he he had some complaints about it, which I
0: which I agreed with. He felt well. He definitely remarked that it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. But he also kind of remarked that maybe that was the point. Like we didn't actually go anywhere. Boomers didn't go anywhere. But I don't know if Casen was that introspective about it. I mean. I think it was just supposed to be kind of vignettes of, of you know, disappointed college friends. Or disappointed
1: people, which and would people. also fall into line with like something like Grand Canyon. Yeah. Which is a similar, uh, it's a Steve Martin, Danny Glover, yeah. Kevin Klein as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's very similar, like kind of these to it's, it's almost like a very low rent Magnolia. Um, oh, okay. Grand Canyon is. I can see that. This is more of this generational,
0: like, uh, like apathy. Is this like singles for boomers? You remember that film? Yeah, I guess so in a way. Kind of, that, um, kind of that same. It has the
1: soundtrack, too. I guess it's yeah. not, not
0: the worst parallel. Yeah, it's like the 90s but version. But this, this
1: movie is, is, if you don't hate boomers, watch this movie because, you, you know. if you, really, if you if are you, a
0: boomer, you might really, you know, you might get some nostalgia here.
1: You could, yeah. If you, but, maybe, but it doesn't leave you feeling good. Maybe take good. that time and maybe really look at what you, your generation has done to this country. Yeah. And maybe, what have you done? You know, right, because it's really, you know, destroyed the housing market, uh, put us into debt. Infinite wars. Uh, you still won't relinquish power we have two boomers oh my god oh yeah. Yeah. well biden actually i think it's a silent generation but yeah these like oh you know you just you, these olds are just never gonna let go you know yeah. and uh it's very frustrating um this movie uh not good not good um, not bottom five no i, I give it a c minus
0: i can't it's something like that
1: it, it, so one thing Ebert, made, uh, a critique Ebert had of this which i completely agree with is that it's not everything this movie is actually done professionally and well as far as
0: how it's shot um, it seemed fine, but there was it's nothing fine. that a stood couple, out. There's a couple
1: of nice shots. And at the house, the, uh, the house being on the lake is, is, a, is a good decision.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh,
1: the running scenes are actually very well shot. There's jogging scenes in the empty yeah. street because that's yeah. how it feels like at 6 a.m. They, yeah. they capture that really well. Um, they, they, they cast this movie actually in quite well as far as just the people they got. The, the, they got talented people on board.
0: They definitely did. They
1: didn't make good use of them, but they got talented no. people on board. So when you look at just like the bare bones of it from a strictly technique perspective, this is actually done well. But when you have a bad script, then nothing else matters.
0: Yeah, what are you gonna what what can you do?
1: Everything in movies lives and dies by the script. We talk about directing and cinematography a lot in this movie. Um the podcast. I'm sorry, in this podcast. Yeah. But we probably don't talk about screenplays enough. Probably not. Which is funny because that's my number one thing. Um but that's, yeah, you're right. That is the most important
0: thing. It you is. want, you want to know how these characters are relating to each other. You want to hear them communicate with each other.
1: And it even holds up like an Oscar. Time. I know this was nominated for an Oscar, but if you want to get a better idea of what's the best picture of, of a year, don't look at best picture. Look at which ones, the which wins the adapted and the uh, uh, original screenplay awards. Cause those two movies, chances are that's where you're going to find your best
0: picture. Yeah. So this was nominated for yes. um, original. Original, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was called that at the time, but it was basically an original. Or it was it the was, original. It film. was Casin. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, but uh, who, do you remember who you're looking at it now? Gotcha. I Let just me look saw it, Cause, cause it was I, a Terms of Endearment that won one Best Picture, I believe, and a bunch of a couple of the actors won, I too, for for Terms of Endearment that that got a few not just nominations but wins. And this was nominated for three. Glenn Close did get nominated for um, a supporting, which didn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't think that, that, she, she, that she got on it for supporting yeah. or, or that she wasn't that good in this. I don't think that she was that. Well, I didn't like her. Was, she the, best act, was she the best actor, actress in this? I don't think so. If not, who was? I think, uh, I don't know. Maybe Hurt is better. Maybe William Hurt is better. Klein would, Klein's good. I think mean, you're right. Klein's good except I, I, his I, accent. I his it. accent was fucked up. Uh, so supporting
1: actress that year, Linda Hunt won for a year of living dangerously. That's right which I have I yeah. have seen. Mel Gibson. I've seen. it lot of I nominated for Silkwood, Gun Coast for this, uh, Amy Irving for Yentl, and mm. Alfred Wooding for Chris Cross Creek. I have honestly, I have not seen any of those movies. Yeah. Um, so this was nominated for, for best Uh Original. Original um and it was uh tender mercies one which i
0: I, I, that's the one with um that's a cowboy film with uh with robert duvall right yeah with duvall yeah i have so we're starting to get into a world where i haven't
1: seen all these movies because i was just too young yeah um i actually wouldn't mind seeing some of these it sucks because not sucks but the two movies we're doing this week i had already seen yeah but i do enjoy some i've seen these other ones so fanny and alexander which was uh an igmar bergman movie um silkwood uh, and then War Games, which I've seen. Oh, yeah. War, War Games is great. With, with Matthew Barry. It's a yeah. good movie. I like that one. Uh, so Very th- creative. Then, but Terms of Damien did win for Adapted. That's what it was for yeah. Adapted. And it won Best Picture, right? Uh, it did, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, so Big Show was nominated for Best Picture. Right. Uh, and also nominated was The Dresser. I have no idea. No the idea. The right, right Stuff, uh, which I've seen. Yeah, I know that I, one. And Nintendo Mercies. Yeah. Um, so. This shouldn't have won for Picture. No. No. I'm kind of shocked it was nominated made. This seems like a relatively weak year, although I will admit I haven't seen all of these movies. But uh, I, it, it's not. No. Uh, Terms of Endearment is probably the most. I say famous, but I guess the probably. one that people think of Almost the most. Sean McLean and Jack sure. Nicholson. I yeah. think is something people kind of roll off the tongue a bit more. Yeah. This movie, too. Those movie has does have because because that soundtrack. It was the first one that did it. You know, Stand By Me would do it a couple years later. With That's true. Stuff. Uh, and, and that's, that's way
0: more subtle in stand by me
1: way. It way It is. Uh, but this, you know, you got to give Casden credit for adding this extra character of the curated soundtrack. Cause it's never done for it. And it made it show the money.
0: It really, yeah, I can see. That.
1: Um, and you know, for the, for that, for the innovation of that, it, it definitely gets some points for me. Cause I do love curated soundtracks. I mean, it's all Tarantino uses.
0: I know. And he's way more part. subtle with the two. I, I way prefer, and they're not all this. Like he has range. Oh, That's the other range issue. with his stuff. Yeah, where this is just, just like
1: it's mostly. I mean, there is a there is um the band has a song in there. Uh, so yeah. does uh, Rolling Stones. Um, you know, also the character um uh, Joseph Williams can play the organ, but nobody explains why or what. I know. I just know. just goes there and does a, a flawless job with the organ. But sort it of. Ve- well,
0: very like. Uh, very straight up non-nuanced version of uh, you can't always get it's what really you want. It's pretty good she and do boo, that. Boo, but no, boo, ex- boo, boo, boo. like it's just so cheesy the way she does it. But no, I know. I, I know. It's, it. it's
1: two chords. It's easy but i don't know i you would think someone would be like, explain that
0: that she had skills like she yes, oh, like, yeah. playing an organ like, that's pretty oh my mom ma- you know when my mom made me take piano lessons or, or something
1: I remember yeah. i studied music in college i don't remember any any kind of yeah
0: I, no I, they didn't uh, give us any connection uh, no, she was just playing it
1: these people are very odd uh it wasn't a good selfish. transition
0: i don't I'm, I'm sick of that song of course but there was a good transition from her playing the organ to the actual i really like that. actual song when they drive. you know when they're driving one to the of funeral. the better scenes in the movie yeah that was definitely good um they, they did a good job with that and South Carolina, like I've been to South Carolina. I've hung out there for, I think, three weeks, a few years ago. Um, Looks like that. Like I feel, let's, with those big trees and the, you know, it's the the southern large homes, plantation-style homes, all that. So it looks like that. It, it definitely, and with, around the water, really, really felt like South Carolina, which is nice.
1: Best scene in the movie, I think, uh, was when... Um William Hurt gets pulled over by a cop and he kind of drives into the, the home. Yeah. And he's an asshole to the cop for really no real reason. No he, real and reason. And Kevin Kline dresses him down. He's like, why are you being like such a shit? This is like, my home. I live here. This is my home. Like, yeah. I have, and it was a really good scene because it's like, oh wow, people are actually, people are finally acting honestly because I I don't buy, like there's one scene where they're all watching the Michigan football game together. Yeah. And it seems so awkward. Like these people do not seem to like each other at all. It's very
0: odd yeah. and clumsy. So when they're actually kind of bickering, I'm like, oh, I buy this because there's no way people like each other. Yeah, they're, they're 15 years past college. There's, they don't. What do they have in common anymore?
1: I don't know what they and ever had in common. People, this, these people seem com- yeah.
0: completely like I don't buy their friends. But even if they were, though, at least like so if they were together for a night and they could yes. reminisce and fuck around or whatever, you could see it. But they're living together for the course, you know, over the course of two or three days. Of course, they're gonna like their real shit's gonna come out. And I again. think that
1: was the point of it, which which I which I think is a good idea. Yeah. Um, rather than rush it, cram it all into one one night, which yeah. would have been a mistake.
0: No, oh, total um,
1: mistake. But that one scene, I think, is really good because, like, oh, finally, you're seeing some of the facts that these people would never really be friends. Yeah, that's true. So, which, which I wish
0: there was more of that. I hated the ending where they're like, "Up, oh, we're just not going to leave." <laughs> right, and then and which credits. wasn't supposed
1: to be the ending. Like I say it was supposed to well, then, then right. immediately go into this ten minute scene of them in the '60s. Um, that would have been weird. But yeah, you never see them like ever leave. They all just kind of like joke around how they're. They're all still friends. Yeah. But even that felt like some weird Fol- forced. Felt like a
0: Folgers coffee commercial. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, this is like, what the
1: fuck are we doing here? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm
0: good. All right. You're good. So, C minus, we're both not huge fans. There you go. So, the song is uh, Uptown Girl, of course. I think this song fits really well with the movie that we're doing this week, honestly. Well, this whole album is all... Exactly.
1: I mean, pays tribute to uh, 50s music.
0: Yeah, uh, 50s and
1: 60s music, but yes, exactly. Pre-Beatles so, is what I think the idea was. Yeah,
0: pretty much. So pre-64. Uh, so you got doo-wop and R&B is basically the you thing. Have,
1: yeah, have a lot. Yes, yes.
0: And uh, so this the album is called An Innocent Man. It's uh, Billy Joel's ninth studio album. He's only 34, and this is his ninth album. And if you think about what's crazy, I was looking at this... He does like three more albums, and then for thirty years he's been kind of silent. Yeah, he retired. You know, from
1: making yeah. new music. Um, yeah, he does. Uh, so I'm a, so i know you're a big Billy good, Joel anyway, fan. I'm a huge right. Billy Joel fan. So I have very strong opinions about Billy Joel. Yeah. So he does this album. Yeah. And then he he marries uh, Christy Brinkley. Right. And he kind of starts a family, He has his daughter Alexa Ray. Yep. And he waits a few years and does the Bridge, which I think comes out in '86. Yeah. Um, which. It's it, not bad. This is the kind of the last big one. This is his last great album. Yeah. The bridge is okay. And then he follows it up with Stormfront 89. That's, Stormfront's that, all right. But I there's, Stormfront,
0: there's Stormfront's lousy. It's, well, you got, I mean, we're sick of We Didn't Start the Fire, but at the yeah. time it was kind of a cool tune. And you' right. got What's the other one on there? I it's free, uh, yeah, off the top of my head. I really don't like that. Uh, I never uh, listened to it. Yeah, I actually, and was, I had that. You had that? I had that album and I listened to it a lot because it, just at the time, you know, it was I was 11, 10 right. years old whatever. Oh, yeah, 10, yeah. Or 11 years old. So it was kind of I knew Billy Joel. My mom loved Billy Joel, so it was like, "Oh, this is a new album," and so I listened to a shit ton of. And then books. in '92, there's "River of Dreams," which is not a good album. No, uh, in it's very modern. Right,
1: which is probably the best oh. song on the album. Oh yeah, which it's is so not a good shitty. Album. And he, but I think he realized, you know, he's like, "All right, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I can't throw the fastball anymore. I'm, I'm gonna then just, he just this concerts, and it's great. And uh, I haven't yeah. seen him live. I'm dying to. I'm supposed to go a few different good. times. It and, wouldn't be
0: good now. He wouldn't be good now. Go. He's always sort of struggled vocally anyway. He's never been an amazing no. vocalist, but now he's, you know, it's he's 71 years old. It's like, it's we're, he'd be not awesome in concert. I'd go. The Stranger is his best album. Okay, The Stranger is... It is,
1: that's a great every album. Every critic thinks that pretty yeah. much. I think that. But here's the thing. This album is the one I listen to the most.
0: I can understand that because this... So, I'm not a huge... I have... I have mixed emotions, mixed feelings about Billy Joel. I've said this before. Him and Elton John kind of hold the same place for me, where there are definitely songs that I really love. Actually, I think there are that Elton John. Some of Elton John songs have a bigger peak to me than this one. Than than um, than uh, what's his face, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. But but going through his discography, I realize there's probably there's like there's probably twenty to twenty five songs that I think are really good. Yeah. That's about a that. sign of a and great that's artist. Good. No, I know. And that's good. So I have to, I do have to give him credit. And there's some that, there are a few on here that I, I love. I think this album is great because it's a departure and because it's so fun for him. You know, it's fun He's for having, him. You can He's, hear it. And, and part of it is like when you give yourself a structure and then you allow yourself to do whatever you want, you sort of make a decision creatively. I'm going to live in this box and right. this box is the fifties and sixties music. It's doo it's R and B. I'm going to live in this box then I can just do whatever I want in this box and he does and he creates really good songs there's like six charting songs on this fucking album
1: yeah this album so the other reason this album is so much fun to listen to is every song is different it is because like yeah, the first yeah. song and actually my favorite song on the album is Easy Money and that is an homage a to like James Brown yep and then he does Innocent Man, which is like Benny King. Yeah. And then he does The Longest Time, you know, which is like more of a duo. But right. Like every, so a- complete acapella, too, with that one, just vocals. And every song, so there's 10 songs, and every single song is, is different. And totally. So you just put the album on, and it's almost like you've now done like a jukebox. Yeah. And it's really fun, and I never get bored of it, because every song is so wildly different. But yet all, like you said, all still does fit in this box. You don't feel like you're getting total, like, you know, it's not like bizarre. Like you're hearing The Cure, and then you're hearing like you know Hanson or something. It's not like that crazy. Yeah. But it's but every
0: but every song does feel different enough where you never get bored. I think so. I also think that it's interesting that it did so well. This thing sold I don't know like eight or nine million copies. Oh at the time. yeah. Um, but it was really you know this is a throwback to, you know, twenty five whatever right. thirty years before. I think that's that's kind of an interesting move from like where else music was at the time. You know. Of course, like everyone else is kind of going new wave. They are. This is right after disco, yes. transitioning into kind of metal and new wave, right. basically. And he does a, basically
1: like a retro, like a duop R and B Yeah, and uh, and it works uh, wonderfully so.
0: I think it does, yeah. This
1: is like, so another reason, like I listen to this album a ton in the summer. I never listen to this album in the winter.
0: It's a summer album. That's it, what it is. Feels like. It's like Actually, fun it,
1: and like light and just awesome.
0: Feels still very city too. I mean, definitely feels like like being in New York or whatever to it me. It feels
1: like to me, it's like, because I grew up in Long Island. Yeah. you know, so I was nine. So when this album came out, I was there and I can't emphasize enough, every radio station would play a Billy, so- Billy Joel song every hour. Like you yeah. couldn't, it was just because he's sense. from Ireland, yeah. So it was, and he lived in the town that was like twenty minutes from me, yeah. Uh, and it was just like you just could not avoid Billy; like he was everywhere, yeah. It was all you ever heard. Every story you went into, every street corner, every radio had Billy, especially when he had an album come out like this or the Bridge, because I was there when both those albums came out, sure. And you just heard it all the time, yeah. And it brings back a lot of like fun memories for me and like my childhood, and also I just think the music is just really good. I really, I really love this album. (laughs) There's no album we've we've talked about album. Not song. There's no album we've talked about yet in this show that means more to me that I've listened to more, Mm. that I have more of a connection to in the whatever sixty episodes we've done than this one.
0: Really? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Particularly because of where you're from. Um this yeah, it's got some it's What's your favorite song on this album? I think Tell Her About It is my favorite. I just love the vibe of that song. Yeah, so there's An Innocent Man, Tell Her About It, Leave a Tender Moment Alone, another great one. The longest time is great, and uh, keeping the faith keeping is the another faith good is song. So good. Yeah, they're really good. I think Uptown Girl is good. Is yeah, it's probably good. in my bottom half. I would of this s- album. Yeah, probably like middling for me, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's.
1: I think to me, maybe it's. I mean, a lot of songs were, like I said, a lot of them were charting, so a lot of them were popular. But I feel like that's the one that I'm kind of bored with the quickest. Like I'm kind of like, all right, I'm kind of. I, I don't know. For some reason, that song I'm kind of. I don't, if I never hear it again, I'm okay. But the other nine songs in this album, I really want to keep hearing. Does that make any sense?
0: It was all over the place, too. I it mean, it, didn't, it hit three, but it hit three and was there for five weeks. So it was a long time at the top of the charts. Uh, Tell Her About It is the only number one. Oh, listen, boy, sure you you got Just got such a great vibe. What a great song. song. That's not so fun? Do, 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 do. I love it. So good!
1: It's such a great song. Yeah. I, I'm so, I know some people like don't like Billy Joel. He's hacky or corny. Like, shut the fuck up! Like, get the fuck out! Like, that song is that song is is a good, fun song. If it you don't song good. is good or fun, then you have the then Stop listening
0: to the podcast. You go. That. Keep
1: keep <laughs> listening. Actually, download a couple more. Wait, times. just keep
0: downloading it. And give us five star <laughs> You, all great things. <laughs> all to that do. stuff. Yeah, but shut the fuck up. But go fuck yourself yeah, anyway. Right, I know. Right. No, no, I, no but I a really, really good. like that
1: song. Like, if someone doesn't like that song, I kind of don't understand. I know people don't. Like, I don't know how anyone could like that song.
0: It's like if, so, okay. The negative side of that song, if you were to go too far in the bad direction, is Walking on Sunshine. I'm walking on sunshine. Which I like that song too. I like that song more. I'm not a big, but I like that vibe. That's this vibe. And it's also, um, oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's Modern Love. Oh, um, I like that song too. That's one of my favorite I like that songs. Song. Like I love it. I it, it. Yeah. And it's kind of that same, it's that same vibe that's on the same good side of the spectrum where the bad side or the cheesy side gets to be like the, the, the walking on sunshine. I know, you, I know you like it, but you can see kind of, the, yes. can you see the differences? Oh, yes. There? Yeah. Yeah. Where this is sort of a better written, better vibe, like cooler song.
1: If you've never heard easy money, I know that's probably one of the, one of the ones you don't really hear that much play. Right. It wasn't, didn't chart or anything. That is my favorite song on this album. It it's good. the funnest way to kick off an album. It is. It he's is just good at that by a, the way. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so good at good. kicking off an album. You'll either he hear
0: is. like this big, like, like cool sort of piano, big arpeggio things, or he he goes with a lot of energy a lot of times. Oh, big energy album. up top, yeah. which I love. I, yeah. I, 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 oh my God. This album is so much fun. Uh,
1: Keeping the Faith is a, is a song that when I was younger I thought was so boring and lame and the older I get them I'm like it's I really, pretty.
0: really like this song yeah it's a good like,
1: one that's one that's really grown on me
0: I really like Uptown Girl so Uptown is it's Uptown Girl is like kind of a situation where again it doesn't really have much of a chorus it's more like a bridge again What are, the last song that we talked about too um, was a similar situation where it didn't I can't, oh it was Say 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 yeah didn't really have like this chorus but I really like the way that, that he writes this <laughs> This is kind of like a pre, because then it changes again. So what's the chorus? Here's a change. This is a cool minor to major at the end of this. There it is. It kicks her right back into the verse. I think mean, yeah, that was the chorus, course. right? Yeah, but, well then, but what is? Like that last ki- four bars was the chorus? And then the last what, two lines? I, it's sort of a weird, that's not a big hook for a chorus. Usually a chorus, you want something to be like, that's your anthem that you're singing, kind of. So th- it's it's definitely a change, but it doesn't feel doesn't feel like a hook. Like yeah. you're resolving to a place where you're anthemic almost. It doesn't it doesn't feel like that. It's it's, it's a strange, it's a strange way of writing. It. But I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's different. Did you see the video for this? Yeah, actually, I think the the video is uh is filmed really well. It's really good. Yeah, I didn't. I, he I does a great job. He does a great job. Everybody, like, does. everybody does. Everybody does. But he's really good so like, he's a mechanic and they're you know they're in a shop it's him and his boys in, in a shop like working on some cars and stuff and this really which rich woman kind of drives in and he's trying to like get her attention played by played by is it Brickley? Brickley. yeah and she's kind of not even paying attention to him um, but they they all do all all his supporting cast uh, mechanics are are cool and lip-syncing and in time and neat I, I there were some really neat shots too he
1: looks like he's having a time of his life yeah. which is it's just contagious He's having so much fun. Um and this is another video like we talked about with Say 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 on Wednesday. Um like this is just you something saw it I all saw. The time. Oh my god, dude! Oh yeah, I often see this. You know, especially with Christy Brinkley in it, you know, like and it's also like a pretty well-done video. It is a very well-done. If you think about what else was happening at the time, a lot of it was yeah, kind of cheesy, cheesy, corny, like lame stuff. Like right. so this and Say, Say 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 they actually had like budgets. I know Say Say, Say yeah. is corny and it weird. Is corny. I get it. But they had but money. It, but it had a had, had a budget. It was it, you know, it told you know, compared to some of the other videos that Matt and I saw when we were like little kids that were so bad, yeah, like this really stood out. Yeah, so they would play this all the time. and um it works. It's really fun. It's i, I, I man, if you if you can't like get the barbecue going, throw this on and have a like, good time and just like can if you can't like dance a little bit and like just have a smile on your face and have
0: some fun <laughs> then what, You're some stupid then what the troll f- get a fucking
1: you're <laughs> yeah. like some like you're like a you're like get a
0: pulse you're a zombie, yeah, like, you're, how zombie. You, you're not alive like, right if
1: you can't do this song you're not alive you're
0: not alive based on um this type of thing. Frankie Valley yep
1: I uh, I don't love Frankie Valli. I uh, think it's a cool song. Uh, it's fa- just dated. My favorite Frankie Valli is that uh, he's in The Sopranos. Oh uh, yeah. He's yeah, in, yeah. I believe in seasons uh, five and six. I yeah. think I don't think he's in seven. He might be in seven. Um, uh, but he he's um he's kind of this like uh a uh, mob uh he's a, 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 a runs a gang in New York. Yeah, he's, he's a mob boss in New York, and he's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm a huge fan of music. His voice. is that whiny. It's too much for me.
0: Well, it's tough the way it was recorded too. You know, 50, all these songs years so like ago. that though, like they, uh, whiny, they are. Ay, ay. Well, that was the style at the time. It's hard to hard I to kill him for that. But no,
1: no, and he is, I mean, he's I mean, he's you know, yeah,
0: incredibly successful.
1: Totally. It just doesn't work for me. It's, it's too ay, ay. like that. That's like I get right, it. Yeah, right. it is. Yes. It, it's, it's abrasive. A lot.
0: It is abrasive it's a lot. Um, but. I oh you, you know I some a couple of things that came to me when I was looking here his first album um, can't remember the name of the first one but always a woman to me is on that fucking album he wrote that when he was 21 years old yes I love that song yeah uh, I know it's played a lot but I fucking love that song it's a good song and he was such a, he was a child
1: yeah, yeah. He was younger with that. Um, and Piano Man was pretty young too. That was his second album. Yeah. And
0: I'm, you know, totally sick of that. But right, he was like 24 or something It's a great song. I mean, it is a great one. Um, I do, I think The Stranger I, I like more. Because that's... um Vienna and... Yeah, yeah. I, I think, is that... No, that's not Big Shot. With The, the Strangers on there too. Um oh, is it Moving Out on there? Um, a ton, tons of good ones. I wrote down some of my favorites. I wonder if you have... I love, by the way, you probably hate me for this, but Great song. I fucking love it! Great song. One of my favorites. I love the reverb on his voice and this echo.
1: So good. Sharp echo. And it's so sparse. To the age of jive. This song's
0: awesome. So sparse. I love it. So good.
1: Fun and bust. There's a fun song that a lot of people don't don't know Billy Joel does. It's called "All You Want to Do Is Dance." It's off of Turnstiles. I think I listened to it today,
0: but I can't remember. One of my favorite,
1: it. and it's a, it's a sad lyric. He talks about like would it be great if the Beatles got back together? It's like oh, because oh. you know it's done in '76 when it was still a possibility, right? But that song is
0: really is really good. Um, There's so many big shot I love. My life, I love. Honesty, I love. Don't ask me why is a great song. Don't ask me why. Boom, that's a great boom, song. Glass House, boom, that's a great boom, album. Boom, 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 doom, boom, So good. Um, there's a lot. That's why. That's that was the thing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a meh on Billy Joel. But then I was looking today. I'm like, there's probably 25 songs I fucking love. The
1: Nylon Curtain has some great songs. It has pressure. That's um, a great one.
0: Allentown is a is a really good song. I, I go yeah. to extremes. Actually, is a later one that I really like. Is that, on, is that on Stormfront? I really like that song. Is that song. on
1: Stormfront? I forget. Don't, don't, I don't know why. Yeah, it is on Stormfront. So,
0: was it Down Easter? Alex. I don't like those songs. No, I don't like Down East, but I like it. I don't, I like, like, this I don't one. like that either. Yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't like Stormfront. Yeah. Um, Honesty's a good song. Honesty's a great song. I mean, you know, so those albums, you know, that was it, 58th Street, uh, Glass yep. Houses, Nylon and Curtain, uh, and then this Stranger. one. Stranger
0: and this one, yeah.
1: Um, and Stranger, of course. Yeah. Those, those are, that's kind of that peak. Those five albums, you could throw those on. And even Turnstar Alex, has some fun stuff. You put
0: those on, you kind of can't go wrong. 150 million albums sold. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's the sixth most. Yeah. Ever. Which is crazy when you think about it. He
1: basically kind of cashed in his chips at 40. And he's like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'd be sad about that. Maybe He He doesn't miss it, he says. He still gets to do his old songs, but he doesn't miss writing songs. I would I, miss. I, I guess miss like writing. an athlete, man. Like you hang up your jersey, like I just I'm not. Oh. I can't do this anymore.
0: Yeah, but writing, like even if it's not for anybody or don't go anywhere, you could just like sit around. Like you, you wouldn't want to strum a little thing and make a little, make a little song, make a little ditty. I think we all grew out of stuff. I mean, the stuff I grew oh.
1: out of, that I'm, I just don't do anymore. I'm just like not really into it anymore. Well, I bet it all you know, after, it's
0: different. Obviously, Billy Joel, but he right, yeah, and he has all the time in the world. Like, wouldn't right. the same creative energy that. That drove you when you were a kid. I mean, I know that kind of dries up or changes a little bit, but wouldn't want wouldn't you want to use wouldn't you want to like use art to describe your life as as you see it? I mean, maybe he does in other ways. I don't know. I I just I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to just hang it up. I would do it differently. But it's I wouldn't odd. Be able to hang it up. But I
1: give him a lot of credit because now he's not like the Rolling Stones making shitty album or shitty album, or Paul McCartney yeah. doing this junk, and you're like, all oh, right, I gotta pretend I like this. Paul Simon the same thing. Paul Simon couldn't hang it up either. And he, he did it. There were a few good songs in yeah, there after Graceland, but yeah. man, oh man. You yeah, know, Rhythm of the Saints was kind
0: of disappointing more too. More misses
1: than hits. Yeah, totally. He did a terrible Broadway play, The Cape Man. Like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, you know, you couldn't... Uh, uh, he you
0: got, got a really folksy, started wearing uh, ball caps, got balding and fucking Well, just, yeah, the ball caps started in the <laughs> 80s. He, well, yeah,
1: he, could, he, well, he got all plastic surgery. He, he's very vain. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I was talking about like, uh, and I know I get a lot of grief for this, but my hatred of Sting post Police. Yeah, you know Sting to me is doing shitty album to shitty album, mm. boring
0: loser music. That's different than Paul McCartney. That's that's a little different. It's all it's well. You don't like it, but it is way better constructed. It is like it's awful, way boring
1: loser dentist music. Shit. And uh, you know, Billy Joel's did It" was like, you know, I'm not, I don't got anymore, I don't got anymore. Why do you hate dentists? I don't hate dentists. I'm just saying I don't like that music. So, Or doctor or
0: whatever. Supermarket music. Why do you hate supermarkets? Because No one wants to be in a no, The second you walk into a supermarket, your whole goal is to get out. Well, if you're going to like market baskets. Anywhere. Somewhere. Some of them are no nice.
1: No one no one hangs out in a supermarket. Your whole point is to get the food and get out. No one's it's like being in a waiting room. No one wants to be in a supermarket. I We're want... doing everything we can to get out as fast I as possible.
0: It, I, when I was in Oakland and Whole Foods was right next to me, I fucking loved that. You place. just hang
1: out there? Like a little No,
0: but I would feel very that was that was my it's fine. I, I hate that. you're right. I hate the supermarket. That was the only place like one that I've ever been in that I was like, Oh, I don't mind being here. I'm gonna get my I fun mean, foods. I mean I I, I am mean, not snacks. like rushing around like a maniac, but I try to get my food and it, you know,
1: I I'm a lot happier when I'm leaving it than I am going in. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, Elevated music,
0: then whatever, whatever terminology you want to use. So I, I can understand why you would you would rather have him hang it up, but then do shit like that. Right. But but why wouldn't he just do it? The thing is, I you know I would probably I would just recommend. Well, don't do the whole tour thing and supporting it and trying to push it out, but just do the music that you want to do. Because he doesn't want to do bad. He doesn't want to do it anymore. I give a, like all right. anytime
1: you don't. Anytime you know someone it, says
0: they don't like when someone says they don't have kids. I'm
1: like, oh, good for you. Like you just didn't. You know what do you don't it. want. Right. You didn't do it because everyone told you to. Yeah, like, but you make your own decisions.
0: You know he's got a piano in his fucking house. You know he's got a yeah, studio he in his does. house.
1: Of he practices his old songs.
0: Maybe that's fun for I would get bored with that. I would too. The fucking. Yeah, wow. I, would oh. I wouldn't get bored of the checks, but I would get bored of doing it. Nah. Yeah. I don't think I would want to do it. Like that. I don't want I don't want to do fifty nights doing, you know, songs had, I wrote forty rough, years ago. He's had a different life too. He's got like four wives. I know. He's
1: a he's lot He's major substance abuse right. issues. You know, uh he's a lot of stuff going on with him. I think for him they, there's a, a phrase in uh, the program it's like keep it simple is like one of their catchphrases like one day at a time one of them is keep it simple so when and you were
0: there did, did like did they teach you
1: I didn't I never <laughs> attended the Tulsa program but the, you know that's a, so, I'm so saying, you couldn't man, tell me if you did though right it an AA it's anonymous so you Matt, can't Matt, even say Matt's that. trying to be funny this is, the, this is where Matt tells jokes and they fail <laughs> uh, I you're laughing, I I'm, laughing your you, not, I'm laughing at you I'm laughing at myself for saying you jokes fail. I'm, I'm funny here <laughs> So, you know, they here. have uh, bumper stickers. He's like, one at a time. But keep it simple, though. And yeah. they, it, but for someone like him who's had this tumultuous, like, roller coaster, bizarre life, it's insane. Maybe it's good for him just to play the hits. What do you
0: think he does? He fucking watches football and then goes and plays some shows? His, I, guess. I guess he's a great place in the Hamptons. He just kind of hangs out. You know what? I want to
1: yeah. just hang out in the Hamptons. He just fucking do looks, you? I want
0: to hang out. I've never the Hamptons. I don't even know I what it looks
1: hang like. A, I'd rather be in northern Maine. Yeah. I want to be on the coast. Listening to the Billy Joel songs and hanging out—that sounds like a fucking good time. That's what he's doing. So I give Billy Joel a plus for credit A plus! You are the best, oh, Billy yeah! Joel. <laughs> this song is not probably won't crack my top five. Now nah, won't. But crack this mine. is
0: my favorite album. Move on. Okay. Good. It's a good one. All right. Uh, personal stories. Personal stories. It's your turn. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about
1: my reading. Um, yes. Yeah, so okay. This is going to span a bit, but uh, this is kind of like when it kind of came to a head, if you will. So I could read when I was two and a half. Um, That's
0: crazy. Yes. That's young.
1: And I don't mean like I could like memorize a couple pages in a book. I meant like I could actually like read. And so by the time I'm like, you know, four, I'm reading novels. But the problem is I what can't. What do you mean
0: by novels? Like, I
1: mean like adult, I could read adult novels. I could read them, but I wouldn't understand like what, you know. You didn't the, know the words. so I would you, know the, a lot of the words. Yeah. But I wouldn't understand what why, the, why characters are behaving. In certain of way. course I, not. None of this makes any sense to me. No. So, um, but I could read. So, uh Basically, when this was going on during this time in my life, 1983 um, yeah, I just turned four, You're so I'm four. in preschool. So here's an example of one, some of the problems that happen when you can read early. By the way, reading early? Very cool, I guess. Not the greatest gift to have, because eventually everyone else learns how to read too. And yeah, your gift is basically muted. But uh, so I'm, I'm basically four, I'm in preschool, and you've been reading for like almost half your life at this time.: Yeah, I mean I could read everything. So we're all <laughs> playing board games and in school and when you play board games with a three-year-old or four-year-old they just want to move the pieces around they just want to make basically make their own rules and that's part of the fun of it sure so they were all playing Candyland or Sorry one of the games and um, I kept stopping them be like no 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 no. it says here you have to roll the dice first or you have to do this first you can't you can't do that you have you the were a kid,
0: stickler for the rules. Well, I,
1: I could, read you rules. could read them, right? No, no, they could read it. So they like, who wants to listen to this fucking guy? Yeah, they probably didn't believe you. At one point, the kids not only threw the pieces of the game at me, <laughs> they threw the actual board at me and they made my mom come to the school and we had to have like the sit down and. Wait, um, the
0: teachers did this, but you didn't do anything wrong. You got yeah, shit thrown at I you. Yeah, I was,
1: but I have to learn, I had to learn to adjust. Oh, and keep in mind, too, I'm an only child during all this. So, you know, uh, it's, and I'm just surrounded by adults all the time. So I wasn't used to people mm. not following the rules that were clearly there. And it was, it was a really, I had a really difficult time with that. I'm sure. Go to kindergarten. My first week in kindergarten, they pull me aside and they make me take all these tests. A week later, so my second week in kindergarten, they pull my mother and they tell her we're promoting Chris to second grade.
0: They put you ahead. Well, they wanted to. They wanted to.
1: Now, keep in mind, I have decent. Math abilities. I have no extra abilities in science, social studies. My socialization is worse because I don't have any siblings. I'm around adults a lot, sure. as you can tell. I have kids throwing game boards at me. <laughs> I had some friends, but I wasn't. I I, I really needed some work on social. I just didn't have a lot of social activity. I just wasn't. I just
0: wasn't. And the kids that did advance, they were definitely socially stunted. In the in the schools that I that oh, I go, yeah. you get sixteen. And it's willing to skip one grade. To skip two,
1: and then keep in mind too, my birthday is in November, oh, so right. I was already like the youngest kid in my class. Yeah, so in late November at that, so now I'm going to be the you know t- two three years younger than every single person I'm half in the, class the size of everybody. Yeah, I mean, I was always I mean telling that,
0: people how to play the play the games by the rules, <laughs> right? I mean, this, it wasn't gonna you know, and that's no. how
1: and so like when you know, when I'm thirteen, they're all sixteen, they're all driving yeah. around, I'm going to be a loser forever. Yeah, so. Uh, My mom says, oh, I disagree. I'm not going to do that. And they're like, well, we're doing it. So we're um, doing it. Yeah. Fuck you. We're not having him here. He doesn't belong here. He's going to, we can't ask our teachers to change the coursework. It just doesn't work because they're all learning colors and he's reading Tom Sawyer, you know, unabridged. And um, my mom and dad pulled me out of school. Oh, and they sent me to a private school. It doesn't exist anymore. It's called Mark Country Day School. And it wasn't, my father had some issues with nuns growing up. He, mm. he, so they weren't going to send me to a religious school. So they sent me to this school and the school said, no, we, we, will, we basically will take a class of 20 kindergartners or first graders and we will break them up into reading groups. So he will actually get the reading level that he needs. And I was in that. So there were two other kids in the class that could also read. Oh, good. And then they would specialize. So you had a little pod and you could read
0: together. Right. And, and they would have a basically five
1: teachers for a class. Oh, and yeah. And then they would each specialize. So but in math, though, I was with the other kids because I wasn't any better at math. You know. Yeah. I, but the genius math kids got to be separated. Sure. And then whatever. And that's kind of how, how it worked. And I was in that class until I was done with uh, third grade. And then they said that they wouldn't... they they had me come back in like, all right, well, we won't have him advance. He can be in fourth grade now. And then, then they put me back in public school, but Uh, from K through three, I was in private school. Um, and it was, you know, reading early. is awesome. It is a great gift to have. I think so. I guess I still love to read. So I'm reading like, I'm reading three books right now. Like I'm always reading. I'm, I'm, I just enjoy it. Uh, you know, I'm doing one book on audiobook book on about counts, but I'm you know I'm sure. reading. Uh, I try to read one fiction one nonfiction at all times, and sometimes the audiobook. So for fiction, right now uh, I'm reading Soul Survivor by Paul Tremblay. Yeah, which is really good. I've been reading Paul Tremblay read more book, and more. Yeah. Uh, so Soul Survivor is about a pandemic takes place in Norwood, heavily yeah. recommended by me. I still have 100 pages left, but it's really good. Uh, my nonfiction is the actually Kirk Minahan re- recommended it. It's The Office um, or oh, History. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're, I'm about oh, the early way through. It's quite good. Um, and Kirk actually has. Turned out a few different books. Uh, stranger in the woods.
0: Right. We talked about that. I read that one recently it is too. It's a great fantastic. book. I need to read that guy's other book. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um,
1: which is, which is a true story. I think it is right. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, yeah
0: it's his, it's based on, it's about his life. Is called yeah. It?
1: Yeah. I forgot what it's called. I'm sorry, but that's very good. Right. Um, And then the audiobook I've, I've been, uh, I'm through a lot of Stephen King. I'm reading, I'm doing Bag of Bones right now, Be, uh, which is okay. It's very plotting. It mm. takes a long time. But I tried it. So I do, I enjoy reading. I read all the time. Um, It's a huge part of my life. It's never not been a part of my life. Um, But I remember being like, so I remember being like four years old and uh, neighbors would call me. I was in a very suburban street and they would have me, they had like parties with their friends over. Yeah. And they would have me come over and they would have me read like the most grisly stories in the New York Post. <laughs> what? It just sounded funny coming out of a four year old's mouth. But I was like basically a parlor trick for the neighborhood and um because it was just i it was just bizarre to have me to have this kid that could read it just sounded funny hearing you know of course you know woman raped and murdered uh, by you know these and you know hearing come out of a three-year-old's mouth is very bizarre and strange but um yes, it is. but it really kind of it did um it did kind of set the path for me in some ways i think it's still being able to be gifted in one thing even for a short time does set your because like even now if I'm E M and I'm not a genius, by the way. I've I've been tested many times for during this whole stretch. I've been tested a ton. My highest I I have one twenty eight IQ. One thirty is genius. So yeah. I'm not I haven't been tested since I was an adult, but at least that's what I was when I was a kid. They say it doesn't change much. I don't think I'm a genius because I'm terrible with spatial well, stuff. One three,
0: who cares? 120. It doesn't But I love terrible yeah. at mechanical. So it happens oh. with my
1: reading and comprehension, my critical thinking. Up,
0: yeah. But there's other areas. My
1: critical thinking skill is like the highest they've ever seen. But my spatial recognition and yeah. like mechanical skills are like the lowest you'll see. So I'm like this really. Uh, but when you when you have, when you, that's kind of your skill set. If something is challenging for me, I just don't do it. Like I will, <laughs> yes. I'll yeah. go higher. Uh, like I don't. M- yeah, right. I don't do any, yeah. I hire people to do it. Yeah. I just don't do it. Right. I just don't have interest in doing it. But if something is something I'm good at, then I
0: just, you just pour yourself in. down yeah. into it. And
1: I really find a lot of I think of that's a pretty good way to
0: live, honestly.
1: I don't know if it is. I, I think, think it is. I think people who are at might be happier, right?
0: I think it's good to know the systems and sort of the, like the base knowledge of how stuff works. I think that is very important. But no, actually I think if you um, develop the thing that you are good at, that you're better at any anybody else at or close to, I think you'll you'll get way further in life cuz you're doing shit that you enjoy, you know, what you do what you're doing, what you're contributing has value, like you'll feel good about yourself. I think that's a way better way to do it. I like having general knowledge and being able to be good at a bunch of different stuff, but I would rather be a savant at one thing. I, it's, I, I think guess different. I don't know. I mean, I look at someone who like you're pretty well rounded. You just don't like some of the technology, mech- uh, mechanical, really not, like all I, that I, stuff. You mask it well. I mean, I, and I also
1: sound smart because I talk fast and I have an okay vocabulary because I've been reading so long. Yeah. But other ways, I'm completely, I'm completely fucking useless. Like I don't understand like science or any of those things. I also don't care about. I just, I just don't like them. I don't, and I have no knowledge. I don't understand.
0: I would think that if you were reading stuff about that, you would, you <sighs> would, Gross, you boring, don't like Lane.
1: I don't know. I, I, I you know, Who's the happiest? Is it someone with like a 98 IQ? Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. Has the same factory job for yep. the entire life, but doesn't want anything more. Like, I bet that guy's really happy. Definitely. You know, he goes to Applebee's once a week or whatever, and that's his big night out. And I, I think there's, <laughs> I think, I, th- I think there's a real, and I, I sound like I'm a little bit, and I kind of am, which is shitty for me, because like, I think there's a real value in being content. I think ambition and luckily the older I get, the less ambitious I am. But those kind of things I think are, make you miserable. I agree. And now I'm old enough. Now where I'm just kind of at a quest for happiness
0: because it's constant confrontation with your boundary. When if you're ambitious, you're like, "What yeah. am I?" You're constantly butting up against what you're not good. Like and the range any,
1: of what you're good at. And getting rejected or whatever like that. Whatever, like that whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's right, like once again, go back to Kevin Klein, man. That guy fucking has it made. Like he's got like a great life. He kind of putters around, does what he's good at. Has this like you know, great looking wife who seems really cool, and yeah. has these like sounds like you know kids that aren't fuck ups that I've never seen his kids in the fucking New York Post or whatever. He just seems to have it like you know, have it made. I, I, that's what I'm,
0: that's
1: what I'm, I'm trying ULB to be. Kevin Klein. I'm trying to be, I think it's a good, a good thing to be. I yeah, it is a good know, got a great yeah. wife and I got a nice house and I got, you know, yeah. so those are all, so it's
0: like, all right, you got good sh- friends
1: checking, well, you know, when the guy did like the podcast, really good friends. Not great, but uh, really the, good guys. I, check, I check in the boxes of the Kevin <laughs> Klein manual. I think we all should try to do that, but I don't know. So that's, that's I can read early. So that was my thing.
0: Okay. Right. Good for you. Okay. I could, by the way, I, um, I do remember in preschool, uh, a little girl would read to the class and I couldn't do that at the time. So I was in preschool, uh, four and five years old. It wasn't until, I think probably late preschool when I was really really reading. But then I read a lot, like I, I constantly read.
1: But once people are like eight years old, I mean, obviously constantly. someone struggles with reading, it's a whole different ball, ball yeah, wax. Yeah, yeah. But your average person can read fine when they're saying, and then your skill set's gone. Kind of, but I don't think, but people aren't it's reading. Like being a child
0: star. People aren't reading books the same way anymore. I don't think, like we did. Like I was always reading.
1: I think some people I mean there's a market for books I guess but I think audiobooks has taken over. I don't yeah. know if kids do people read? I don't know, I think books I maybe not. I guess you see books. I don't books.
0: think as much. I don't know. Cuz you're constantly reading your computer screen. You're a constant, you know, whether it's social media or you're you know, you're typing or right? Well, you're you're always your eyes are always reading. My wife reads right a ton. I reads a ton. Does she? More yeah. than you?
1: Yeah, uh not not since the summer. Not since yeah. I have lost my job. Right. Uh no, not since I've been whatever retired whatever I am. Um she she reads more she re- she's read more, in, you know. Last year she read more books than I did, but mm. I think this year I'm gonna beat her.
0: 1408 was that the next one that I should read? The Stephen King? Is that what it's called? Nah, I thought it. that was that's the it. one that you
1: really liked. No. What's, what's the Stephen oh, King? 112263. You haven't 63. read it yet? No, I haven't. Oh, you got it. It's my second favorite book. That's a must.
0: Okay, I'll have to read that next. You like it? Okay, it's good. Yeah, yeah I do like really King. Good. I should read that next.
1: That's really good. It's long. It's really good. Read that one if you haven't read that. People. 112263. Uh, it's fantastic. Okay. Time travel. It's good. I'm on that one.
0: I was thinking when I so when I'm away. I'm not going to that's exactly where I'm going to be because nope. you know some people know, but not everybody knows. But I am away from normal work for a week, a few weeks from now. Yeah, and I, I'll definitely like I'll bring a book and and the stuff that I'm not when I'm not I'll preoccupied with.
1: Read, but read read that book
0: though when you can. I'll have some I'll have some time. Right. There, I think Okay. maybe not. Probably not. Fuck it. Um, headlines then. Headlines. <laughs> Two jets collide at the Madrid airport, killing 93 people, and they collided because they were taxiing, but it was foggy. Can you imagine? Like you're taxiing, so you're not going that fast. I would think maybe 20 miles per hour tops, and you kill 93 people. Maybe, That's maybe up. Maybe
1: one of the planes is going quick, one of them wasn't. I don't know. See, sweet, they right? were
0: both taxiing. I don't know, but it was just foggy. And then how's... sometimes you
1: just taxi. You've been on a plane, you just taxi. Yeah, yeah you're like you're Come doing on, let's go. What, what are we doing? You're we doing here. all so these boring. right angles. It's yeah. like, what are we doing? I know. And you, you know, you can't really you're supposed to be sitting there all still, you know, you don't want to be, you know, like, I think
0: it's gotten worse. I think everything is delayed all the time. Oh, they it's never, awful, they just, yeah. I'm so like this,
1: you know, talk about me not having a job anymore, but like, oh my God. So I used to have to do these trips for business. How often would you go? Uh Well, when I was in New York, I would fly a lot. Would I try to take the train whenever I could, but I would fly, mm, no, five, six times a month. And, but i, oh, I thought I'd, i tried in one day
0: were you in the northeast oh so you would just return
1: sometimes i remember one time i did a thing it back and forth in a day i had to, to oh. fly over. overs i i still did it but i was swiped out it was that was stupid yeah okay, i still yeah. i just want to see my
0: own bed i'm like Fuck i know this. i would want to stay over there either uh
1: in so when i was working uh for the last thing i worked for i had to go to winter meetings for a week yeah and i had to go to uh minor league baseball promo seminar for a week which is the end of september a, and i was able i negotiated when i kind of went there i'm like hey, look i don't really want to travel very much so that's kind of like the one sticking point. I moved back to New Hampshire for a reason. I don't really want to go. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I did avoid a lot of travel. Um, but man, those weeks suck. So you flying. and I, I'm just burnt out. I've just flown for the last 15 years. I was in sales. I'm just I'm good. Burnt if, out. If I never fly again, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think. I yeah. mean, I, I I love I love driving road trips. I love. Yeah. I like taking the train. Yeah, me
0: too. I don't like buses, but
1: the train and driving is fun. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm good. Do we
0: ta- have you trained cross country though? No, I've done it. It's I've still, only done the uh, Northeast Corridor. It's a little rough. It's a little. That sounds like a lot of time. It, on a train. It's a lot of time on the train. It is a little rough, even though I had a cabin. Both, uh, like oh, both stretch. So, okay. you, so the stretch from here to Chicago is a much smaller cabin. You get a bigger one when you go in the Chicago. So trip, you had like a cabin. You have your own bathroom. Yeah, I did, but
1: it's not. <laughs> yeah, so you did in there.
0: No, yeah, all every, the whole time. Weird. No, it's just weird in the middle of the night, like sleeping, because you you're really jostling a lot. Yeah. It's not a very. How big
1: was your cabin? I'm I'm very interested in this. Cabin. I would
0: say, um, the big one was probably six by, by six by seven, six by eight. What do they have in there? So you have, um, okay. So the big one has, uh, like okay, so the couch section where you're sitting the whole time, okay. and the bathrooms kind of across the... And oh, and that one had a shower in it too. I showered Ooh. there. Uh, that folds out into like a not quite a double bed. And then there's a... The couch folds out? Yeah, the couch okay. folds out into the bed. And then the um, there's a top bunk that folds down into a oh. bed as well. That's the big one. The small one, I think it's a... I think it's just the top bunk comes down. It's pretty
1: small. It's like you're in this like town. It's pretty like, small. Do you just walk around the trains? and like walk around? Like say hi to people and stuff?
0: No, I. But I did walk around. No, because it gets smelly there. That's the other problem. Because you oh, got yeah. people in coach. Oh, who gross. are going to sleep? Losers, right? Yeah. Right. Gross. And it's because it's, it's actually really cheap. You can go across countries for something like ninety five bucks. Really? Yeah. It's, it's cheap, or maybe maybe one hundred fifty bucks or something. It's cheap if you gross. do it at coach, but the, but you're then you're sleeping and you're fucking. Chair oh, and you're in your chair the whole that's time. Weird, but I did like the um the like the dining cart area because yeah. it is very strange. And and uh the one that I was in was glass huh? top, so you're like you you f- yeah. really feel the movement. You're rat you like you're seeing everything. Kind did of fly like a bar, bar. you hang at the bar and you talk to like old newspaper. There was stuff? a bar. I didn't do any of that. No, why? I spent actually I was in kind of a bad way health wise, but um but I was alright. You can so sp- go to
1: the bar and hang out. Like you have nothing else to, why not?
0: I wasn't really drink. I was like reading and watching stuff. Who's People in front of you on the train? Like, who are you with? I was in my cabin. I would have, no, was, I would, I would like, this No, was I was it? like hoity toity. I was like royalty in this mm. motherfucker. So They're who, like, oh, were who's home? the rock star in the. Um, in the uh, so I went, I've, I did, I've done it two ways. I went out west that way and I was by myself. Uh, coming back, Barbara and I did it. Oh. Yeah. And were you
1: single when you went out on your own? No,
0: no, no. When was, you went. No. When you went no, by yourself,
1: I, you were not single? I wasn't. No. Okay. No, no. I don't know um, if you were to try to like be like this, like playboy on the train. The, yeah, no, no. Like, no. Hey, like hey, like you go to some like girl and coach. No, it's kind of time like, oh, times are tough. huh? why don't you ki- come? Why don't you come see me? Are you find an attractive girl and coach. You're like, hey, I know you're having a rough time. Why don't you come back to me? No, mine?
0: she's stinky. She's really stinky. I got a shower. I, you know. Yeah, that wasn't really. No, wasn't into it. Hmm. I was watching. Yeah, I was just like watching. Right, yeah, I mean,
1: if she's not single, it's different.
0: But anyway, would you? You went to you? Would you go from like so Boston I went all the way lot, to? So I
1: had. I had funny both jobs i worked at new york i had major clients in dc and baltimore yeah not so much Philly. i had a few clients in feel but most of it was dc and baltimore so i hit the training of christ i'd say every two three weeks i was on the train going to there and like when but that, what is that
0: like six or seven six well from new york maybe four hours to five hours to dc i think it's less is it yeah i want to say it's just a few
1: hours you could take the acela which is faster obviously but um a lot of times i felt bad doing i don't know like my company to pay the money, you know? So yeah. a lot of times I would just like up my seat. I would go into first class, mm. um, in the Northeast quarter, which is cheaper than getting coach in a cella. Yep. And that way at least I could have like a bit more room and it was a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, I never had a cabin, you know, it was just North. East. It was just, yeah, it, you it, need it, to. it you was think. too small, you know, but, but I took it a lot. It was just so much easier than having to go to LaGuardia. Oh, and yeah, then, it was probably fat. Yeah. Cause and then JFK was far away and you don't want to deal with Newark. No. And then, you know, but the nice thing is the train brings you back and you're, you're right. It's right. It, how it works in New York is, um, Penn station is right yep. on a subway station. So then you can jump right in the subway and you're home in 25 minutes, whatever. So it was, it was nice. I did that a lot.
0: Three um, nights cross country. Three nights. Yeah. So you go, you leave in the evening time here and you sleep hit Chicago. Yep. That's your, like that's your, your main hub. And then Chicago, Do you get is like out midday. there. You stay in your, yeah, train. You, you get out. No, it's a different train because oh. the tracks are, uh, the heights are different and oh. stuff and the bridges. So and then you have to get out. You got to get out and, and then you're in Chicago and you're like, you're in the show. Well, I can't remember the station name in Chicago, yeah. but then, yeah, you're in the, the station in Chicago and then you're, yeah, you, you and, get in your and train. And you went and to you,
1: San Francisco. Is that where you went?
0: I went, where did I go? LA. Oh. LA. And then I went back from Seattle, which is a trip because Seattle all like, cause you're going through, um, North Dakota and Northern Montana and shit. And there, it is so barren Mm. Like crazy I want to drive it. I don't really
1: want to take the train. I don't want to drive it. I've
0: driven it, but the way that you drive when you drive 90 across the country, so 90 goes through Massachusetts, but then all, all to Seattle basically the entire way. Uh you you go through South Dakota. So, which is still really barren and cool. I've gone that way and I, it's 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 neat. It's it's a great drive. But North Dakota is like even more barren. You're a North like, Dakota guy. You, I liked South Carol, like South Carolina, South Dakota. Dakota you don't like really it as like, barren for you. Yeah, Dakota, Dakota was, you like better. I like South Dakota because right. you have the badlands still you've yeah. got like the the um the buttes and things and it's it's pretty neat although there you do the train does go through a national park in North Dakota I oh. can't remember which one it's called but it, that's pretty that's but cool. then most of it it's it's almost mm. like you you're looking at field you're looking at almost uh what would it, it's it's almost like um like like arctic uh arctic grassland mm-hmm. is kind of what it's like because there's just nothing there's not a lot of trees yeah and it's barren and forever i want to go there oh yeah it's a great tri- and and all uh, have you have never driven the, the Dakota. Yeah, so i trip. think there's
1: like eight states i haven't been to and those are two of
0: them i've been to and no, wyoming's
1: think, another one i haven't been to oh
0: wyoming's nice uh, yeah. montana wyoming's that whole really north nice
1: north,
0: idaho's beautiful too i never been to Idaho. oh those are they're great yeah. oh, that that whole area is really nice have you been to great. washington
1: state or oh uh, i love Oregon. seattle or so so it's beautiful. That whole like area. The upper north, is, like North Colorado. Quarter. I think and it means like ten I mean, those are like the ones I haven't oh. been to, but I've been everywhere else. And some of them I've been to like way too many. I love the, Paci- stuff, the
0: Pacific Northwest is so beautiful way up there. Yeah, and I know. I want to go real bad. Those states are, are cool. So I, I would, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll still get kind of canyon stuff in, 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 not quite, but kind of in like South Dakota. You still get like mountains and stuff and, and um through like the tip of, of Idaho. And it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. So, anyway, Jets collided. People died. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aussie open. Navratilova beat Jordan. Michael Jordan? No. Oh. I don't know what Jordan never heard of her before. Mm. Um, did we talk about baseball in the last one? Or no? I don't know. But don't LA so, Dodgers no. pitcher Steve Howe was suspended for Coke for one year. Yeah. He
1: actually ended up getting a lifetime ban eventually. Uh, and then they brought him back. Um, so, it was it the Yankees? He got a lifetime ban, but they actually yeah. ended up bringing him back after a couple of years. Uh, he had a few suspensions, um, all drugs. Yeah. All cocaine. And he, I believe he won rookie of the year, uh, in That's 79 rough. or 78.
0: That's like Hamilton. Uh, what's his face is that who it was? Hamilton, the guy from, uh, who's the guy who played for the Texas Rangers who had a huge, oh, Josh bomb. Hamilton. Josh yeah. Hamilton.
1: A little bit. This is worse though. Cause how kept getting suspended, I guess. Uh-huh. And then, um, so how brought him back and then his career kind of fell apart again. And then over 95, 96. And he's, he died, I believe of a heart attack, oh. I believe in his fifties, I think a few years ago, and I believe there was some probably. Some, I, mean, I think there's some stuff in his boy. So still. hard on your system. He just couldn't. He was just one of those guys who couldn't. He was a hell of a relief picture. He was. He was quite good. Um, he wouldn't have been a hall of fame or anything. I don't want to say oh, that very good. but he would have been like hauled a very good kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because he he had he had he had a very strong arm. He he had very few injuries in his career. All these suspensions were all drugs. like coke. But yeah, if you ever want to look at his career, it's very odd. He'll miss like whole years because it's just oh. the drugs. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah,
0: sorry, buddy. Yeah. Lastly, there were two nuclear tests this week. One from the one by the United States in Nevada, and the other by France at uh, this is a weird name Moruroa um, Atoll. Oh, yeah, so some nuclear sort of test. Okay. Yeah, so there, there you go. So it went, uh, it went kaboom. Oh, that, that headline was pretty bad. Huh?
1: There were uh,
0: that no, last there one was a,
1: terrible. There, I think, right? The one you still when you shred was terrible. I probably wouldn't pick that one.
0: Well, there weren't a lot of options. I try to get you know four or I five. Know, actually, there
1: weren't a lot. There were not.
0: There weren't a lot. I know. I know. What do you mean terrible? I mean, there's just something. I mean, They're
1: it's there. Sure, yeah, bit, it's bad trust me Actually, so Matt doesn't know what week we're doing next week. Yeah, uh, you I'm you actually say gonna it's Like I'm going to be
0: all giddy because I think you might be. I think I might like hope it. We don't it over- to do too much. How well, simple do you think I am of that I'm just going to be all, all giddy?
1: I actually get really excited for it because it's like, yeah, me am too. I going to be punished this week or not? Because yeah, it's a big part of our. I know. We have to watch these movies or do research on it. Like, it's a big part of our week. It's like, so it if really you get two is. stinkers, you're like, fuck me. <laughs> you're right. Um, so,
0: okay. So next week, you're going to So next week yeah, so it. We
1: we're going to announce it now, and then we're going to end the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're going to 2009. I okay. Believe I believe it's September 2009. Ooh. Uh, so on Saturday of next week, we're going to be doing Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, interesting. Which is a kid's movie. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay. Uh, are you a I fan? I've seen it. Um, seen it? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, well, probably, I think it's probably more up your alley. Psh, um, you're such a fucking. <laughs> <bastard>. <laughs> and on Wednesday, come back the next time you hear us. Come back because we're going to be doing Goryous Bastards. Tarantino, baby, yes. Yeah! All right, that's great. So, Goryous Bastards on Wednesday. We well, have, I'm sure, a ton to discuss. I'm super excited. Yeah. And uh, so I'll see you guys on Wednesday. We're back in 2009. Thank you. Bye.